Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Retirement with Pat Struby, Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. And uh, Pat, any guesses why we're opening up the show today with Twist and Shout? <laughs> any guesses I bet it's the at an- all? It's, it's the anniversary of something. It is the I'm anniversary, <laughs> but it's not when the song originally came out. Okay. It came out again in 1986 with the release of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So yes. yes, it's like a number oh. one hit back in like the 60s, and then 25 years later, it comes back in the charts again because of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which was 35 years ago, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> That's awesome. I was 12 in 1986. I remember my older sister being so excited about that movie and telling me about it. And, and you didn't get to see it? No, not at the time. I saw it a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't cool enough, or I guess just whatever my parents' age rule was at the time. But my mom was a Beatles fanatic, and she passed that on to my sister and I. And uh, I grew up in northern Indiana, and there was a thing called Beetle Fest in Chicago every summer. And my mom and my sister would go to Beetle Fest and come back with all this crazy Beatles stuff. So, um, yeah, Beatles has a very fond place in my heart from my childhood oh my gosh so much fun and i get that with your parents movie rules um there are a few movies that i'm still bitter about that i didn't get to see uh when when they first came out and then when you see him as an adult later sometimes it kind of changes it a little bit but yes that's all right that's all right well especially when you have your own kids right? yes then you understand it a little bit more that's right yeah yeah that's how that works what goes around comes around when it comes to parenting well pat here's here's the other thing that we want to talk a little bit about twist and shout we might be feeling that way a little bit when it comes to things like taxes like this this uh, tax <laughs> proposal it's twisting its way through congress right now and we want to talk a little bit about the potential impact that some of the proposals could have on your retirement savings, you need to realize that time could be running out for you to help protect what you've worked so hard to save. So you think about that, Pat, and before we start talking about some of the specifics, with so much up in the air with taxes right now, so much in flux, how do you help people navigate through retirement and all these changes? Yeah, it's one of those things that's so difficult because on the one hand, we just believe that 99% of financial news is nonsense because it doesn't really have any bearing on real life. But on the other hand, I mean, these are some really massive changes that are being discussed and, and thrown around. And so you need to be aware of them. Then you have the second part of it where you have a lot of discussion about a lot of things, but we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet. <laughs> so trying to figure out, uh, you know, over the last handful of years, we've started to work so closely with so many people on trying to be more proactive about their tax planning, um, not only for this year, but looking into the future. And part of that is, of course, just using common sense, but part of it is trying to best estimate what may happen. And that doesn't mean we know Mm -hmm. for sure, but we know our country's finances are in a very difficult situation right now. And so 99 out of 100 would agree that the next time taxes change, they're probably going to have to go up. So now is the time to be thinking about it and the time to be planning. Exactly. And of course, we don't have that final answer yet on what the bill is going to look like. But as you're saying, we know that they're going to go up because we know for sure that Democrats have proposed several tax increases to help pay for the spending plans that they're working on as well. Pat, let's talk about some moves to consider before the end of 2021 if we are worried about the impact of those tax increases. 
Yeah, and you you threw some of those buzzwords in there, Jen. You know, um, <laughs> we know politicians want to spend lots of money, yes, they do. and they need money to do that. So uh, we know that's all happening right now. And I just think what we are seeing and hearing right now just goes to show it's a perfect example of what we've been talking about. And, you know, we've been talking about this with clients in individual meetings, but Jen, you and I have been talking about this for years now, that we need to be prepared because tax changes are coming. And the variety and the width of proposals that are being thrown out are really incredible. So we believe that it is really, really important to be thinking sooner rather than later with any kind of tax planning discussion because we have no idea at this point how much time you have. And that refers to really anything. To simplify it, I would say rather than saying, you know, look at a Roth IRA or do this or do that, I would say just we always want you to be thinking about anything you've saved can be taxed in only one of three ways. It can be taxable, which is just money you have in the bank or in a brokerage account where you get a tax form at 1099 every year. It can be tax deferred, like a traditional IRA or a 401k, where you don't pay taxes on it until you retire. Or it could be tax-free, and that could be something like a Roth IRA. This is the time to be very thoughtful about if you have those types of savings or investments, is it set up properly? Um, because there is a possibility that the laws will change, and you may not be able to make those changes as long into the future as we originally expected. That means that there is a tremendous possibility that you could benefit yourself significantly by making some proactive tax planning moves right now. And that's the reason that we offer our tax review at absolutely no cost and no obligation to our listeners of the show. All you have to do to take advantage is call 803-9-RETIRE. This is part of our five-step retirement review. Once again, it is no cost and no obligation for listeners of today's show. To get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside. And Pat, one other thing with these proposals being discussed in Congress and some of the potential changes, one of those changes includes changing the rules for converting our retirement accounts. How could something like that impact people trying to decide where to actually put their retirement savings? Yeah, so there's two things that are remarkable that are kind of being thrown out, Jen, that really have not been seriously discussed in the past. One is limits on who can convert from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, uh, which has really been unlimited uh, for quite some time now. And the second piece, Jen, is this is the first time uh, we've ever seen any type of discussion about putting essentially a maximum limit on how much you can have in a retirement account. Now, I, I think the limit right now they're talking about is either $10 million or $20 million, which I don't know a lot of people that's going to affect. It certainly isn't going to affect me to have a limit over that in your retirement accounts. But nonetheless, we think this is a really altering discussion. And the reason is, if they can set a limit, doesn't matter how high it is, it's a starting point. And then the next you know, time things come up and they say, well, we need more tax revenue, and maybe the limit isn't 20 million, maybe it's 5 million, then maybe it's a million. Well, if they start limiting the amount you can have a retirement accounts at 500,000, and basically everything gets pushed out into a taxable account, now we're talking about situations that could affect an enormous number of baby boomers as they're approaching retirement in retirement. So these are the types of things we think are incredibly important to be aware of and be thoughtful of as you're thinking about where you want to position your retirement savings and also how you can protect yourself in the future. Now, when we're talking a little bit about where we're building up that savings, when you think about people who are who are building up that savings in a 401k, the GAO, the Government Accountability Office, just released a report indicating about 41% of people participating in their 401ks, they do not believe that they're paying any fees. And that's an important <laughs> part of this conversation. I mean, does that sound about right to you based on the people <laughs> that you work with and what they think? Yeah, you know, this was Iceberg Ivan is my in my book, Save Your Retirement, uh, which I was writing about. That was uh, nine years ago. Um, and the idea is that about 90% of the fees on your savings and investments are underwater, like an iceberg, and you don't actually see them. Mm -hmm. And it's the brilliance of Wall Street, really, because, uh, you know, thankfully, the SEC and the government is trying to bring light to more investment fees. So I think there's a good trend there. But yeah, the, the reality is there are fees no matter where your money is. It's just a matter of whether you're seeing it or not. And uh, it has a dramatic effect on your returns. So it's really important to be aware of that. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about the impact fees could have on how long your retirement savings will last. 
Well, it, it's just one of those things, Jen, where it's where human nature doesn't help us at all. Because right. if you hear, you know, oh, a mutual fund with a 1% a year fee versus 1.3%, in our brain, we immediately think, who cares, right? Yeah, but the tiny. thing is, it sounds tiny. But what happens is over a year, it makes a small effect. And then what happens is it's the compounded effect. And when you think about, you know, previous generations didn't have to worry about accumulating hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to live off of, but we do. And we have to manage it over many, many decades. It can be a just a massive change. And it could literally be the difference between having enough to sustain you through retirement and running out of money. And of course, that's what our work is all about, making sure that never happens to our clients. So we have to be thinking about things like the impact of fees and penalties and even taxes when it comes to making sure that your savings will last. It is truly time to sound the alarm that higher taxes are probably coming and time could be running out for you to do something about it. Most people don't realize we're in a low tax rate environment, but these taxes are not going to remain on sale forever. They're probably going to go up soon, but even at their current rates, they can swipe away at your savings and leave you with just a fraction of the money that you were counting on for your retirement. Yeah, Jen, and I would say just don't assume that you won't be impacted by the Democrats' proposed tax increases because you don't think you're quote-unquote wealthy enough. I bet just about everyone, including you, has a few areas where they can become more tax efficient with their retirement savings. That's why for listeners of today's show, we want to help you understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings, learn about ways to reduce or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement, and create an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, to get started, all you have to do is call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. It's a very easy, simple first step towards creating a custom-built retirement plan. All you have to do to get started is call now at 803-9-RETIRE. There's just a short window of opportunity to take action to keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings. It could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket over a lifetime. 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an Advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenbeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. And we do have some good news to share as it relates to retirement planning. The number of protected Households in the U.S. is on the rise. This comes from the Alliance for Lifetime Incomes Protected Lifetime Income Study. So, Pat, they're saying about 40% of households have protected income. And when we talk about that, we're talking about families who have something like a pension or an annuity to supplement what they'll get from Social Security in retirement. So, Pat, Talk about why it's so important for us to find a way to get that protected income for our retirement. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this is a big one, Jen, because there's so many different ways to set up your income in retirement. And of course, for most people, just living on Social Security isn't 
going to give them the retirement that they want. So the question, of course, is where are you going to get the rest of your income? Well, of course, a generation or two ago, um, that might have been from your company pension or government pension. And, and of course, those are those are becoming much, much less frequent or common for um, for Americans. So that's um, really encouraging to hear that it's actually forty percent. I would have I would have feared it would be much lower. Yeah. Um, and and you kind of went through the list there. It's basically social security. It's a pension, or um, if you need more protected income than that, you basically have to. It, we call it kind of creating a personal pension by using an annuity. And of course, an annuity is one of those. Um, kind of dirty words of finance <laughs> right. because I always say it's literally the only word where you can mention it and 20 different people hear it and 20 people are visualizing different things because mm -hmm. an annuity just it means so many things to so many people. So we don't think of an annuity as good or bad. It's just a tool. And so we're trying to figure out if it's a tool that someone can use. And a lot of our clients get the benefits of that and a lot don't need it. So it just depends on your situation. But coming back to your point, Jen, of why is it so important? Well, we don't know how long we're going to live. And if you're creating all of your income off of the stock market or a portfolio, that doesn't have guarantees to it. And that's where people run into problems like 2000 and 2008 when the stock market crashes and suddenly your nest egg is half of what you thought it would be. Um, so, so having some kind of protected income like a pension or like an annuity helping support your minimum income can just be provide a tremendous amount of peace of mind. It can provide a way of making sure you don't outlive your nest egg. And, and Jen, I've seen studies that have talked about people that have some type of guaranteed income in addition to Social Security, they're actually happier. Um, hmm. They have less worry. And most interestingly, they live longer, uh, which wow. uh, there, there's a theory wow. there that they don't know if that's because they're worrying less or if it's because they know they're getting the income. So they want to make sure it keeps coming. So, <laughs> right. so kind of interesting stuff. But those are all things we all want. We all want to live longer. We all want to be happy and less worried. Um, so having some kind of income that is protected, helping provide for your retirement, I think is just so, so valuable. And I, I just think it's important for people to understand a little bit more about whether or not their retirement income is actually protected. Sometimes we might put our money in a place and we think it's protected. It's something that sounds like it's protected or guaranteed to us, but maybe it's not. Where are some places where we might have our money that wouldn't count from your perspective as, as protected or guaranteed income? Yeah, I would think of a, a few things that, that would be good uh, generalities to use here, Jen. The first one would be certainly anything that is designed for growth mm -hmm. or that's more of a risk investment like a stock or a mutual fund in the stock market. I think most most of our listeners probably realize that's not what we would consider as protected income. Uh, but that might be something that in good years, you know, if the market's going up 10% a year, that might feel pretty good. You, yeah, it feels, feels really good, right? Yeah, uh, until it isn't. And so that's that's the situation with that. So that's not going to be protected because, of course, what goes up can also come down. Yeah. Another example would be any type of investment that pays dividend income. Now, we like a lot of things that do that um, because even in today's low interest rates, you can get maybe 4 or 5 or even 6% dividends in some areas, net of fees. Uh, and that's really appealing for a lot of people. But, of course, that's not guaranteed either, which means the dividend could be reduced or it could stop. Um, so those are things that certainly would not qualify is protected. And then there's even things that I would consider a safe place to put your money, like a money market or like a CD, where it's not really protected for income. Um, because if you're drawing into your principal, uh, because your bank account is paying 0.4% um, and you don't want to live on 0.4%, and so you're starting to draw the principal, of course, that's not protected either because um, you might live too long and draw the money down too fast. So there's a lot of places that even though they have beneficial pieces, you know, there's parts of having your money in the market or dividends or money in the bank that are beneficial for you that does not qualify them as being protected for your income in retirement. And that's one of those things we always talk about. It combines two very powerful areas of planning, which is having an income plan. Have you had a retirement income analysis done? Do you have a plan for where to take your income? And then, of course, for many people, part of that income needs to be created by their nest egg. Do you have an investment plan to help you create that income plan? If you're not sure if you have both of those, or if they're working together, give us a call right away at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, you qualify for our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. 
Talking today with Pat Struby. He's with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. And going back to, again, if 40% of households do have protected income, you do the very simple math there, and that means 60% still don't. So I want to talk to those people right now. Pat, what are some of the challenges they're facing if their retirement income counts as maybe money instead of protected income? Yeah, I think we touched on a little bit of this already. It reminds me, Jen, of a couple of years ago, I was teaching a class uh, at a local college, and it was a total of six hours over a couple of weeks, which I'm, I'm sure you're thinking, my goodness, how could someone listen to you for six hours, right? <laughs> no. But, <laughs> uh, but it went through all these different planning areas, and one of my takeaways from that course was no one came into that course having any interest in an annuity and many afterwards wanted to find out more. Mm. And the reason was exactly this. Um, there's a very large percentage of people that we meet that are in their 50s or 60s and kind of making their final plans for retirement, and they don't have any type of protected income to help support their Social Security. And as they start thinking about this idea of the risk and fear of trying to create all your income off of investments that don't have guarantees, that's a very scary proposition. And so mm -hmm. that's when it's really good to just identify the various kinds of annuities that are out there. And certainly of all the different kinds, there are pros and cons. There's parts of them that we particularly find beneficial, like, you know, if you have protection of your principal or a, you know, lifetime income guarantee on the income, whereas there are other features that are certainly not as appealing. Some annuities have much higher fees than others. So those are types of things that you want to take a look at. But um, the, the bottom line is the, the point of your life that your finances are at the riskiest if you're planning your retirement is at the day you retire because that's when you have the most money at stake and you still have the most time that you have to cover going down the road. So if you are in the few years prior to retirement or the few years just after retirement, that's a really important time to be looking at this. And if there's a way that you can transition some of your risk money to providing protected income, that could give you a lot of peace of mind. and It could also help you make sure that your money lasts through retirement. So, Pat, if we're trying to figure out the right option, and you mentioned annuities again there a few moments ago, could you do something like an annuity analysis for us to help us sort out if, if what we have is right for us or if we need to explore something else? Yeah, so this is one of those things, Jen, that I think is incredibly common and incredibly valuable because the types of questions we get all the time are, I have this annuity and I literally have no idea what it is or what it does, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and that, yes, um, I just met with someone the other day who had an annuity because they had money sitting in the bank and the bank said, hey, the bank account's not paying you anything. Let's put it in this annuity. Hmm. And, uh, you know, in that case, it was just a simple annuity. It was paying a higher interest rate. But then, of course, it's all the terms and, you know, how long does it last and right. when, how do we get right. the money out and all those things. Um, there are something called variable annuities that are often recommended by stockbrokers or investment advisors. Uh, and they have their own set of pros and cons. Um, and a lot of times uh, after a few years when we're meeting with somebody and they're asking us to review it, they don't even remember what they were told or, you know, maybe it was a very – simplified summary of benefits mm -hmm. and maybe they weren't told the fine print. Uh, we, we always call it the strings attached, right? There's no such thing as a perfect investment. <laughs> right. So I always say, just tell I want to know what the strings are that are attached uh, because that, that'll help me understand if I want to put my own money in there. And of course, uh, as we're thinking about it for our clients. And so an annuity analysis can be really valuable. And the third example I want to give, Jen, is that we often have people say, I've been hearing more about annuities. Uh, I've been seeing you know, maybe reading that they're becoming more popular or more baby boomers are using them, but I don't understand the term. I don't understand what that's going to give me or what the pros and cons are. So all of those are what we would kind of call an annuity analysis. And that's something that we can provide to anyone uh, as part of their five-step retirement review, whether you have an annuity now or not. If you'd like uh, a little more information on pros and cons of various kinds of annuities, whether it makes any sense for you at all to even consider it or not, to get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, there's no cost and no obligation. To get started, just call 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10.
Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat, talking today about the Alliance for Lifetime Incomes Protected Lifetime Income Study. It shows the number of households with protected income, something like a pension or an annuity, is on the rise. So that's great. But the study also shows only about a third of pre-retirees have calculated their monthly expenses and their financial needs in retirement. A lot haven't figured that out. A lot of people are overestimating what their retirement savings will actually cover. And three out of four Americans still don't have a financial plan. So, Pat, still some work to be done here to save our retirement. <laughs> Let's, uh, <laughs> right? Let's start with why it's important to figure out your monthly expenses before you retire. How do you approach this with the people that you help? Yeah, so your monthly expenses uh, that you'll need in retirement, this is, I think, actually quite a funny one, Jen, because before I, we really focused on retirement planning many, many moons ago, I don't know that I would have really thought about how important this was. It certainly wasn't anything that was talked about in finance class in high school or college. And, you know, in basic financial planning, you know, they're not really thinking that far ahead. And, you know, if you're in your 20s and you're projecting that, you know, it's not even going to be close to what, right. what it really right. is, right? But when you stop and think about it, this is maybe the most important piece because how on earth are you going to know if you're prepared for retirement unless you know what it's going to cost? So figuring out your monthly expenses is a foundational part of creating your retirement plan. And I will tell you, Jen, 99% of the people I meet, I get one of two responses to that question. Do you know? Do you have any idea what those are? <laughs> oh, boy. What is it? <laughs> so it's either um, someone who is highly detail-oriented, who happily passes a spreadsheet across to me <laughs> right. that they've been working on for decades. That's not or, me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's a blank stare. Yes. So it's usually one extreme or the other. <laughs> and the reason I, I, to me, it's kind of funny because neither matters in my eyes, as long as we're having that conversation and you're open to it. And because uh, if someone has done all that work on their spreadsheet, that's awesome because we know that that's accurate information. But if you have never once thought about what your monthly expenses are, that's okay. That's our job. That's what we do. We can help you. You do not have to feel guilty or bad that you don't know that or never even thought about it. And um, sometimes we've been able to very quickly and easily help people figure that out. And that's that can be a life-changing moment because we're helping them figure out what that's going to look like for the rest of their life. And uh, it doesn't have to be that hard. You know, if you are like a lot of people and you charge you know, you charge your expenses every month and then pay off your credit card, you've got a record of what you've been spending every month um, mm -hmm. for a, probably a long time. And so it's just a matter of going through that and figuring out what's going to stay the same and what's going to change in retirement. So we're not talking about a Herculean task here, uh, but it is really, really foundational to getting your plan together. And it is eye-opening when you do that for the first time. I know the first time Jeff and I went through and we looked at what our expenses were on a year-by-year -year basis, Boy, I had no idea just how much we were spending. Now, four kids at home uh, that, you know, they're it's their fault. So I'm not going to blame it on them. But, oh, I like that. That's a great way yes, of looking at it. Blame it on the kids. <laughs> but another key finding from this study is that people are overestimating what their savings are going to cover as well, probably because they haven't figured out just what all they're spending money on. But, Pat, I think anybody who's ever counted calories can relate to how this math works up. You know, I always underestimate the number of calories that are in the donut, and then I overestimate what I'm burning when I go for that jog <laughs> or that walk later. So we want to make sure we aren't applying calorie math and making assumptions with our savings. <laughs> yeah, that is just a cruel comparison. Jen. I know, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now I will say that I know the advisors in our office have met with hundreds, if not thousands, of people that are kind of preparing for retirement over time, and by far and away, the people that come see us, I would say more so underestimate, Jen, really? because okay. yeah, most people come in and they are filled with concern and worry and anxiety about if they're prepared. And a lot of times when we run the numbers, they're in pretty good shape. Good. And that's really fun for us, you know, yeah, because we yeah. can actually do our five-step retirement review and say, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's perfect, but we can say, hey, you're on track, or it's probably better than you thought it was. But to go back to the study, um, there have been a lot of 
uh, surveys done in this area, Jen, and, and for example, they'll say, well, what percent of your nest egg do you think you can safely draw each year when you're in retirement? And one of the numbers that comes up often is 10%. Mm. Um, and I think that comes up because maybe people throw around, oh, the stock market averages 10% a year or something like that. Um, and it's important, it is important for people to know that typically mathematically that just is not, it's unsustainable. And the reason is if you have your money in something safe and you're making one or 2%, of course, we all know you can't take 10% a year out, that math doesn't work. Right. But if you have your uh, investments in something more aggressive and you have a chance to earn 10%, that also means it could drop down considerably. And it's just, you can't be drawing that high of a percent out in the years when the account is down. So most experts believe the actual percent is between two to 4% a year if you're going to be in the stock market. And that's part of our philosophy, Jen, is what we really want to do is we want to make sure people understand the various pros and cons of savings and investments. We believe one of the best benefits we can bring to someone is reduce the downside risk of their portfolio. So in 2000 and 2008, the stock market dropped from top to bottom about in half. That's devastating if you're in retirement, right? It's totally different if you're 30 years old. It's not fun still, right? right? right. Um, but if, if you are 67 and retired six months ago, that is life-changing if you have your money in the stock market. Well, what if we can devise a diversified portfolio and by divvying your money up, now the worst case scenario is 20% or 15% or 10% loss. That can be life-changing. And that can mean by having a steadier return, that can mean maybe you can draw a higher percent off of your nest egg. So those are the types of things that we think can be incredibly valuable for a retiree and for someone planning and trying to figure out how do we draw income off of our nest egg. So once again, that really comes back to, do you have an income plan? Have you ever had a retirement income analysis done? And then do you understand if your investments are set up for long-term growth or if you're getting them ready to create your income in retirement? If you're not sure about those things, call us right away at 803-9-RETIRE. Those are part of our five-step retirement review that we offer at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. To get started, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's helpful to just have the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, 803-973-8473 is the number. But like Pat said, the easiest way to remember it is 803 803- nine retire as we talk a little bit about this study pat the next point that i saw here three out of four americans still don't have a specific financial plan so a lot of people listening right now are in that category and i'm guessing a lot of people aren't even sure what we mean when we talk about having a plan for your retirement so can you just explain what all goes into that comprehensive retirement strategy yeah, and, and I'll say, Jen, this is another one where I want to urge our listeners, certainly if you don't have a comprehensive financial plan, don't be embarrassed, don't feel guilty. I would have thought the percentage that don't have one would be actually much higher, Jen, because mm, okay. even our most prepared clients, they don't really have a plan. You know, most financial professionals don't create comprehensive financial plans, right? They offer investment advice or things like that. And very few people are creating a quote unquote comprehensive mm-hmm. financial plan right. on their that's own, right? So I think it's really important for all our listeners to be aware that that's not an expectation that we have. And that's part of why we think our services are so valuable because we can help you create that. We think that for a true retirement plan to be comprehensive, there's got to be five areas that are included there. So the, the foundational piece, the piece everyone needs to have is a written retirement income plan. And that kind of goes back to some things we've talked about, Jen. How much income are you going to need in retirement? What are your expenses going to look like? And then let's start figuring out where are your income sources? Is there social security? Is there a pension? Is there an annuity? Is there a 401k? And we just start kind of pulling together all the resources and helping you figure out how to take that income. The next piece is your tax plan, because some of those savings and investments are going to be taxed differently. Well, we want to be smart about how you're paying taxes in retirement. And of course, we want to be as smart as possible about reducing those whenever we can. Now, for most people, they're going to create some of that income off of their investments. So you need to have an investment plan. And that's going to look very different when you are 10 or 20 years from retirement than when you're one or two years from retirement. And then, of course, when you're into retirement, because your goals are changing. So that's part of that is a review of if that fits where you're at in life. 
Uh, we touched earlier in the show about healthcare and long-term care. So that's the fourth part of the plan. And that's kind of, I always use the uh, football analogy of offense and defense. Uh, investments is the offense. That's the fun part that everyone loves talking about. Right, but right. The, the healthcare plan is your defense, right? Yeah. How do we make sure um, you're not bankrupted by you know escalating healthcare costs and just having a plan there? And then finally, the fifth area is your estate plan. And if you're married, we certainly want things in order and we want things to go to the people you want after you're both gone. But part of the estate plan is making sure if you predecease your spouse that they're protected. So we want to make sure both of those are in place. And having all of that together, we really believe can provide people with kind of a guide through retirement, but most importantly, just kind of a calm and an overall peace of mind to know that they have a plan that they can stick to through their retirement. Pat, it seems like there's just a disconnect with how people think about their retirement. You know, people are optimistic about their retirement. They're looking forward to it, but they lack confidence in their income because of what you're talking about. So many of them don't have this actual plan. Talk a little bit about how you help somebody have more confidence so they can be confident as well as optimistic about their retirement. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting point, Jen, uh, which I hadn't really thought of it from that perspective. And I really think that the value of our retirement review, it speaks to that perfectly because I can think of so many people that we've met with over the years and they come in and they've done a lot over the decades to plan for retirement. Let's say they come in and they're three or four or five years from retirement and they've been putting into their 401k and maybe they've been doing some things for taxes, maybe a Roth IRA or something like that. They've been looking at their social security benefits or accumulating them at least. They've been thinking about these things, maybe trying to pay down their debts. You know, Think of all the different things that people are doing, but they really most of the time have no idea how to turn all of that stuff into retirement income, into a retirement plan. And I've had so many people tell me just in the, you know, if we spend an hour together, just tell me how valuable that was because they kind of came in with a bunch of questions and they were thinking maybe we're okay, but we really don't know. And they leave, you know, through the process of the five-step retirement review and they leave with that confidence and with that comfort of, okay, I think we have an idea of the path that we're going to take. And if that type of comfort and confidence sounds exciting, sounds appealing to you, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We call it our five-step retirement review, and we offer that at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That's the first step towards building a custom-built retirement plan. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that's 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. Have you ever heard of the income-related monthly adjustment amount, or IRMA, before? Well, don't feel bad. Most people haven't either. IRMA is a surcharge to the cost of Part B and Part D premiums for individuals based on their income from two years ago. If your income was above 87000 as a single person or 174000 if you're married, you'll receive an IRMA charge. I won't get into all the details, but no, IRMA can add about $70 to about $425 per month to your cost depending on your income. So if you have a higher income or sold a property, received a bonus or deferred compensation, you may run into this. Please know there is a process to reduce or eliminate these costs once you're on Medicare. If your income will be less in retirement than it was two years ago, then it makes sense to appeal this charge. Your financial planner can also show you ways to reduce your taxable income prior to retirement, which helps reduce or eliminate these charges before they happen. Please take some time to understand your Medicare options. Medicare, properly designed, would be the best insurance you ever had. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement.
Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Pat gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. So we're going to go ahead and open up our Save Your Retirement mailbag and go over some common retirement questions. We figure if these folks have these questions, you probably have a similar one. So uh, we'll get some thoughts from Pat on that. So Pat, sound good? You ready for our first question? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. First question comes from Ben. He's about to retire and wondering if he should pay off his home. Oh, yeah. So that is absolutely one of the most common questions we get, Jen. Mm -hmm. And um, this is another one where, you know, I know I said this earlier in the show, but, you know, it's one of those things where you can Google the answer to that and you're going to have a bunch of, you're going to have millions of articles that probably say this is what every person should do. But we really believe it depends on so much about your personal situation. Um, So some examples of, you know, questions we would ask is, of course, simple things like how much money is left on the balance of the mortgage. And then another one that we would ask is, where is the money at that you want to use? And the reason I ask that, Jen, is because um, I've had that question from a number of people. And in certain cases, it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, In fact, a lot of people hire us two, three, four years from retirement. And part of their goal is to just kind of over time, maybe out of even cash flow if they can, just aggressively pay down their mortgage because they've been working on it for years. Mm -hmm. But let's say someone is about to retire, they've got $100,000 left on their mortgage balance, and they've got money in their 401k and they want to use that. Well, that's a lot more complicated because to get $100,000 out of your 401k, that money's taxable. So you might have to take $130,000 out of your 401k, pay all those taxes. That may put you in a higher tax bracket for this year, which may affect how much you've had withheld out of your paycheck. Um, And then, of course, you've got that huge reduction in your 401k. And if you're planning on retiring off of that money, that's another complication. Hmm. So uh, those are types of things that we would want to find out from someone. Um, As a basic concept, we love the idea of of being debt-free in your home. Um, One of the things a lot of people don't think about, Jen, is that you – one of the advantages of being debt-free with your home means – Without having a mortgage payment, that means you need less income every month, which means that you could be paying less income taxes. You might be in a lower tax bracket. So that's one of the things I like about having the debt paid off. But but hopefully that's a good example of why it can depend heavily on the different particulars for each individual person. Right. And just another good reminder why it's it's good to get the specifics about your situation before you make a big decision like that. So we we certainly appreciate the question. Let's go to our next one. This one's from Carol. She's been hearing a lot about Roth IRAs. Should she do a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA? How do you answer that question? Mm, that's another good one. So, <laughs> uh, so you know, let's let's talk through that a little bit. So a traditional IRA works a lot like a four hundred one k, which means we're putting money into that account. Um, we are typically, uh, for the most part, getting a tax deduction for putting the money in, and then uh, it grows tax deferred. So you're not taking you're not paying taxes along the way. And then, but then when you withdraw the money, it's taxable. Now the concept behind the traditional IRA and the four hundred one k, as those were created essentially in the seventies, was you know, uh, defer the taxes while you're working, you're in a higher tax bracket. And then when you retire, hopefully you're in a lower tax bracket and then you'll pay less taxes. Well, if that works out, then that's a pretty great deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably guess, Jen, uh, that that's not always the case. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and we have clients that the biggest frustration they have is they saved everything in their 401k and traditional IRA and now they're paying a lot of taxes in retirement. So um, that's kind of the starting point. Now with the Roth IRA, uh, which our listener asked about, uh, works very differently. You don't get a deduction for putting the money in, but it grows without tax. And then based on following the proper rules of withdrawing the money, the Roth area would come out completely tax-free. So that's a pretty awesome deal. Um, Now, again, it always depends on your situation. There's no perfect planning, uh, but we do have a lot of clients that are um, in their 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s. And what they're looking at, Jen, is if tax rates are either going to stay the same or if they're going to go up in the future because our country's debt is so much, then how can I start to shift money away from the tax deferred and get Mm -hmm. towards the tax free? So that would mean a little less focus on traditional IRA and 401k and more focus on things like the Roth IRA. Um, So that's not a blanket statement. That doesn't mean it's perfect for everybody. uh, But we do think there's there's a lot of power in looking at options like a Roth IRA to hopefully protect you uh, if tax rates are higher in the future. 
All right, Carol, appreciate the question. Let me just take a quick second to give the phone number as we are answering some of these common retirement questions that have come in from folks listening. If you have a specific question, if one of these types of situations is something that you're facing as well and you'd like to talk through a little bit more on the specifics, 803-9-RETIRE is the way you can reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. That's 803-9-RETIRE. One more time, 803-9-RETIRE. Moving on to our next question. This one is from Don, and he's tired of being a landlord on his properties, <laughs> but isn't sure about selling them. What are some of the pros and cons to renting out property as a supplement for retirement income? Oh, that's a good question, Don. Um, so I, uh, of course, over decades, um, I've met a lot of people that have owned real estate and were landlords. And I will tell you, Jen, that I've met a lot of people that have made a lot of money in real estate. Mm-hmm. And um, what the, my first question, whenever someone is kind of going through wh- what their current situation is, and when they have properties like that, my first question is always, what what is their preference? Uh, because some people enjoy it, or it's kind of like, it's almost like it becomes their job in retirement. Some people want that and some don't, of course. Right, right. Um, so, uh, but a lot of people come to us and part of the discussion is, we've made a lot of money in this, but we're tired. Uh, it's exactly what Don said. And what what can we do? So there's a lot of considerations there. Um, you know, if you have uh, real estate um, and you sell it, there could be tax implications there. So of course we're not CPAs, but we know there are some ways to avoid or defer taxes upon the sale of real estate. So that's an important item to bring up. Of course, what we want to figure out is how much income can you generate off of that. And of course, the other thing to figure out is if you continue renting, one of the important things to understand is how much income are you getting in total, but how much are you actually getting in net? Um, because we all, anyone who owns real estate knows there's expenses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just when you think you've got the house the way you want it, <laughs> something falls apart or right. stops working, right? So, and in fact, um, one of my mentors many years ago talked about the benefits of having a, a professional portfolio of, of real estate, like, uh, you know, an investment as opposed to owning it uh, itself. Is that he said hmm. you can have the benefits of real estate without the three T's. Have you heard this oh, before, Jen? Oh, the, the three T's? What's yeah, that? Yeah, the three T's of real estate is taxes, tenants, and toilets. Oh, no. <laughs> All fun things to yes. deal with. <laughs> so I'm sure uh, anyone who owns, who is a landlord to their properties and is tired of it, it's probably because they've had situations where the toilet's leaking or something like yeah. that. And of course, you got to pay the property taxes. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of options there. Um, and it's really depends on what someone's trying to accomplish and of course what they can do with that money. Uh, certainly, uh, in these days, the, you know, the real estate market has been good. Um, so it's been an opportunity for some people to lock in those values and, um, you know, shift those funds to doing something else for them in retirement. All right. Appreciate the question, Don. Definitely some different things to think about. It's, it's not for everybody <laughs> as it relates to uh, having those rental properties. Our next question is from Dale. He's heard that when you delay Social Security, your benefits grow at 8%, and that's better than what his investments are doing, he says. Should I let my Social Security grow since it's a sure thing? Well, you know this is a favorite topic of mine, Jen. Um, so uh, just as a refresher, um, um, the uh, full retirement age, depending on the year you're born, is, is somewhere between 66 and 67. Um, you can claim as early as 62, and the, those benefits are reduced at that time, and you can defer and have them grow up to age 70. And um, Dale is correct. Um, those benefits are uh, 8% higher every year. Um, so on the one hand, um, it, there's a huge advantage to delaying those benefits. However, I'm, I'm sure you know, Jen, I meet with a lot of people and a lot of people say, well, that's fine, but that means it's one less year that I have the money. Right, so right. Um, how, we don't know how long we're going to live. Uh, we don't know about the financial uh, safety of Social Security. I mean, uh, there's a lot of factors into making that decision. And the answer that I, I know, uh, you know conceptually where I'm going with this, Jen, to me, it always depends on um, the difference between maximizing your Social Security benefits and optimizing mm-hmm. them. Right. And what I mean by that is maximizing them literally means make them as large as possible. Um, so that means you would delay them until age 70, but that's not the right choice for everybody. Um, and optimizing it means making the best decision 
decision for you. Um, and that entails discussing when you're going to retire. It talks about what other benefits do you have? Do you have 401k? Do you have pensions? How are we going to piece that retirement income together? It's very rare for someone to live just off of one monthly deposit. Um, you know, if you have a married couple, a lot of times they both have social security benefits. Maybe they've got one pension. Uh, maybe they've got a couple of IRAs. Maybe we've created a Roth IRA. So there could be three, four, five, six, seven places we're drawing that income from. And the bottom line is what most people want. How do I generate, how do I squeeze as much income out of those places as possible while making sure I never run out of money? And so what that's really the goal of helping someone create a retirement income plan. And part of that is helping you figure out what's the best choice for you with Social Security. All right, let's go ahead and do one more as we are going through our Save Your Retirement mailbag today. Last question is from Connie, who's had a life insurance policy for a long time and just wondering if she still needs it now that she's retired. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, so uh, with life insurance, there's two thoughts that I would have there. Uh, one is... Uh, Connie's right. For most people, you buy life insurance when you're younger. Um, you have less assets. You probably have more debts. Uh, and you probably have more people depending on you. Right. Maybe you bought it when you had little kids, right? So that's a really different place. That's probably when you need the most life insurance in your life. Well, hopefully, over time, those things change. Hopefully, the kids um, you know, <laughs> move away. out. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe actually start making some money instead of spending the money, right? Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, hopefully, you're paying down your mortgage or even pay it off. And then, hopefully, you're also saving for retirement so your assets are accumulating. So it's almost like a teeter-totter or a seesaw where it's kind of going from one way to the other. So you could certainly argue at that case, you don't need the life insurance. Um, now, having said that, um, we have a lot of clients that just don't have any use or um, don't use a lot of life insurance in retirement, but we have others. There are other uses for life insurance in retirement, and that's beyond the scope of the time we have today. But um, you know, life insurance can have tax advantages. Um, it can protect your spouse. Um, it can protect um, you know, a, a loved one. If something happens to you, it can pre-fund you know, college funds for grandkids. There's a lot of ways it can be leveraged. And so that's where we would want to look at, you know, what's the benefit of that insurance policy versus any cost, any additional premiums you have to make. And it's a, it's a really good topic to really have someone who knows a lot about life insurance. We really want to dig into that policy and see, you know, what's that look like and what possible benefits can you and your family have before you make any, any final decisions uh, with that policy. Thanks, everybody, for sending in those questions into our Save Your Retirement mailbag. Check out the website to learn a little bit more, retirewithpat.com. And with that, Pat, great collection of questions here in this last part of the show. Anything you'd like to leave our listeners with here today? Well, I think, Jen, uh, one of the things I like about taking the mailbag questions is it just it really hits on the point that um, there's not a lot of just generic rules that everyone should follow. And it's the reason that we wanted we were passionate about being an independent firm because we wanted to be able to help everyone individually and not have people just be an account number or anything like that. If you feel like you're in a situation where you could use independent individualized advice, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number one more time, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us here today. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.